أول حاجة uh, I want to say أنا I'm very very grateful for those who showed up because the first thing when you show up is you showing up for yourself uh, and no, uh, this is something that you're interested in and this is something you're willing to consider and think about so, thank you I'm very grateful for those who showed up and of course I'm very very grateful for uh, Seba, Pierre and Arcelin for yani, doing this with me uh, Willows of course Ahmed Matar yani, thank you uh, and I always like to start with gratitude يعني, because I feel that it's one of those emotions that I feel personally. I want each and every one of you to introduce themselves. Okay? Uh, my name is Seba, Seba Kanna. Um, so I work with uh, a couple of healing modalities uh, such as homeopathy and things from the Taoist techniques. Uh, but the thing I've been doing for the longest time is that I teach yoga. Uh, I teach Tantrakata yoga, which uh, is a very beautiful and traditional path. And I was telling Yara last week, uh, I pretend to talk about yoga, but actually I just like to talk about life. So that's what I generally do. Um, and I think uh, I'll leave it there. If there are any questions, I guess we can, uh, we can take it from there. Yeah. Thank you, Seba. Thank you, Yara. Good morning, everybody. My name is uh, Pierre-Etienne Vanier, a.k.a. Pierre or Etienne. Or and uh, I'm a mind-body practitioner, which means that I really specialize in nervous system regulation. Uh, Cairo is my home. I've, I've lived here for, uh, uh, for 12 years. Marathi Masreya, Sharap Minanil. It's... Uh, it feels good to be here, and I, I really help people to restore balance, uh, reclaim safety from within, restore balance with the premise that we are designed to heal. And how can we do that um, in a way that's, uh, that's healthy, that's sustainable? And for the past few years, related to the topic that we're here for in terms of healing masculinity, uh, I've been uh, involved more and more in men's work. We'll talk about men's work, what it is, what it looks like, what it feels like uh, today. And, and I got involved in that because of my own personal journey. And I found that such a fascinating uh, space to be in that I'm, uh, today I'm, uh, I'm facilitating retreats uh, for men to heal. Uh, and we'll talk about that uh, in a few moments. I think that's it in a nutshell. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Um, my name is Arsalan Al-Hashimi. I'm a human optimization expert. What that basically means is I help individuals and groups and organizations uh, perform at the most optimum levels. That requires um, a deep dive into the mind, the body, and the soul, and how these three things come together to define our human experience in general and also how to start manipulating these things for you to be experiencing uh, life at the, at the most optimum levels, I guess. Um, I work with individuals, I work with groups, I work with corporate, um, but recently because of my own journey and the things I'm going through in my life, um, my focus has started um, 
niching into 35 to 55 year old men um, who are interested in optimizing their lives. And uh, I'm still going through this journey myself and still doing the research and the findings and turning that into modalities and into uh, a philosophy of working, but it all comes together uh, with the philosophy of what I do, which is called the Ascension Method, and that is what I use to help people reach these levels that were, I was referring to. So that's me also in a nutshell, and uh, open to questions now or later. I'm, I'm happy to, to help and serve in any way. Why are we here? Last time when we had this session, it was uh, female dominant and it was a beautiful, it, we came up with so much beautiful wisdom. Uh, as I was processing it, I realized that it was very unfair because uh, the community is, made up, is not only made up of women and women find it easier to heal. It's much more difficult for men, and they have been sidelined for the longest time. So here we are, realizing that this is a, this is a big, I realize that this is a big stepping stone. Yani, I feel that this is a big thing to, to just tackle something straight, straight on and ahead. Um, so men can heal too. So eventually we can have a balanced community. Um, so first things first, I, uh, I want to ask a question. What is the definition of healing? And of course our speakers are gonna answer that in their own reflections and their, with, with their own paths. But the first if someone can إن هو يقول لي معنى الهيلينج بالنسبة له إيه؟ وأنا عارفة إن ده هيركوير شجاعة بس بس لو حد يقدر يبارتسبيت دلوقتي أنا هبقى جريتفل جدا. هاي أفريون. أوكي. إتس ا ديفيكولت كويستشن تو أنسر بس أي هاف أن أيديا أوف وات إت مايت بي. أي بيليف إت مايت بي جوينج باك تو أ نيوترال ستيت. جاست نيوترال بيينج أز أول ناثينج. أند ذيس إز سمثينج ذات إز and I mean, throughout our lives, we start as children where, where it might be a blank state or maybe we have some generational trauma that we've carried over. Uh, but then as you live through, uh, go through life, you, have, you go through a lot of difficulties, a lot of obstacles, um, things that come from your family, things that come from the, you know, the failed schooling system, <laughs> uh, things that you face at work, etc., etc. Um, and um, you work on yourself in order to go back to as close as possible to a neutral state. And I think, maybe for me, and I feel that we, maybe we reach this at the end of our lives. And I mean, maybe this is the purpose of life, to go back to a very neutral state where you're almost a child. And uh, this is what healing is. Uh, it's, it's the pursuit of neutrality and not having something that guides you or pushes you in one direction or the other. Thank you for that. If you had any eyes reflect on what healing is for them, <laughs> so my experience in healing and the way I help the people I work with to heal 
is to actually understand, number one, the power of um, the power of your life as a human being and the power uh, and empower you that way through understanding that every single thing that you've been through in your life has led you to where you are. And the thing about that is that everything you've learned throughout this journey, your personality, who you are, the definitions of what's right or wrong, and all of these things in between is a learned experience. It's not actually who you are. Who you are is what happened, is who you were before all of this happened to you. So returning to that root cause or the root of who you are will explain to you the root cause of all the problems that you're experiencing in the now. And to heal, you need to first understand why you are experiencing whatever you're experiencing that you are wanting to heal from, and then understand how to reprogram at the current time so that you are um, resolving the issue that you're trying to, to, to solve. So this issue of neutrality that you're talking about is, um, is an interesting thing to look at because if you really look at us as humans and try to understand what we are on a neutral level, we are not neutral in a sense of zero emotion. Our zero emotion is actually joy and gratitude and love. And we are, as men, I'm going to address as men, as we go on in life, we are taught to move away from these things because it is not what a man is supposed to be. Now, I'm not here to challenge what a man is supposed to be because everybody has their own experience of what a man is supposed to be. But what I'm here to say is that what we perceive as what manhood is and what we need to heal from is a return to the source of understanding what we were before we were taught what a man is. So for me, healing is that journey of going back to the, to the origins and to understand how you can come back to this moment of wisdom that you're in with new learnings and new experiences to redefine who you are. Mm. Yes, that's exciting. So, thank you, Arsalan. Let, let me take it from, from that concept of remembrance, because I, I, I deeply resonate with that. And, and I want to remind myself and remind everybody that there's a million ways to heal. Right? There's as many ways to heal as, as there are human beings. And so it's, not, it's less a question of like, what's, what's the pathway, what's the modality, what's the, how, how to do it. I think the intention is key. And in this process of, of remembrance, there's a process of integration. As far as I see it, and about going, being a little bit more specific when it comes to healing and everybody's healing and including men's healing, it is a question of acknowledging also the, the darkness, acknowledging the pain. I think in today, most societies, it, it, it's all about, it's about positive thinking and let's, you know, everything's going to be okay and I'm fine and, and there's truth to, you know, to saying, Alhamdulillah, this is what's happening, this is what's happening. I think there's a, a lot of peace that can be found in that and having the courage to also say, let me look into what hurts 
because, and I can only speak for myself, but looking into the sadness, looking into the anger, looking into why do I, why do I snap at my kids? Why do I get angry with my wife? Why do I judge myself? And so on and so forth, right? These are really interesting questions. When you look at Carl Jung saying, we don't get enlightened by imagining figures of light, right? But by making the darkness conscious, what does that mean? And I don't pretend to know what it means, but experientially, what I've seen in men's circles, in men's retreats, in retreats in general, but we'll talk about how specific a men's retreat can be, going deeper, having a willingness, the courage to be vulnerable and to say, let, let me explore that, that pain. And you may know where it comes from. Oh, it's because my mother wasn't there, blah, blah. Oh, it's because my father beat me up. Oh, it's because... You may, there may be a story attached to it, but it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. It's just a story. The reality of what am I experiencing in my body? Can I sit with it? Do I have a space that is safe enough so that I can integrate that part of me, so I can befriend that anger. Because in closing, for me, anger was a big one. And I think for many men, anger is a big one. And I hope we can talk about anger a little bit more in a moment. But for me, anger was both my poison and my medicine. It is what was poisoning my relationships. And at the same time, the day I gave myself permission to feel into it, because I found a space that was safe enough for me to be held, to connect to that, to that fire, that's when, I, that's when my healing started to, to shift and change. And this, it's a, long, a lifelong journey. There's still, still a lot of work ahead for me and, and for most of us, for every, everybody. And yet, being able to say, let me connect to it, befriend it, and find a sense of peace, which is neutrality. I hear fitra, right? that concept of fitra, which is like, let me come back to that sense of of peace. So integration, I think, here is the word that keeps on coming back for me. Integration of these inner wounds so that I can come back to that wholeness. And I think that can be very conceptual. And I, I know I can get lost in the concept, but when we go back to actually how experiential it can be, how real it can become, it is about feeling it. Do I feel safe enough to feel what I need to feel? Because once I feel it, once I connect to it, what I've personally experienced is that, oh, then my body will, will do what it needs to do. That is beyond my conscious understanding. Right? Whether I, I start to cry, I start to shake, I start to yell, I start, there's something that happens that will kind of like bring just a little bit more balance within myself. Is this making sense? Yeah, I'll say I said some hand noddings here. Thank you. Okay, so I was thinking about the word healing. And healing is one of those words that is like, like the word trauma. It's like we've used it so often that we, it's less potent now, you know. It's like it, it's lost some of its meaning. And so I looked at the etymology of the word healing, you know. And like, so the, one of the original meanings was to move towards wholeness or to make whole, which is what you said with integration. So moving towards wholeness, wholeness is like, so with, with healing, like what I, the way I see it is that it's like when a person is moving towards their original blueprint, which is what you said and what you said as well. So moving towards your original blueprint, like what is original to 
everything in nature, you know? So if you look at the natural world, there are these patterns and these rhythms and these beautiful ways of being that everything is doing, you know? So all of the like expansion and contraction, all the growth and the decay, and not to be afraid of any of the darkness, you know, like the decay and like those, those places that are a little bit more uncomfortable. So everything is displaying these patterns, but human beings for some reason have this tendency to separate from these systems and these patterns and we create our own like dysfunctional patterns. And there might be a wisdom to that too, you know, I accept that, that maybe we need to separate in order to come back again and understand. But anyway, so in that, like when, when I think of it, I think like, okay, so how did I used to breathe, you know, as a baby? Or like, how did I used to walk? Or, or what was I like with my emotions? Like, can I be less deliberate actually with my emotions? Can I actually feel them as opposed to like intellectualize them? And so that is all that like returning to what is original to you. Like you said, like when you remove all of the layers, like what is actually the way that I was, you know? And so that's what, uh, that's what I feel healing is. It's like this, uh, I love that saying, like all of the trees will lose their leaves but not one of them is panicking. <laughs> you know, like they're, they're, they're all gonna do it. It's just a natural process, you know? And like that other one uh, we had mentioned, like um, an eagle is never late. I love that one. Like how ridiculous is it to think of an eagle keeping time, you know, or like thinking about, it's like it, it implies this like awareness and surrender, you know, this surrender to like there are cycles in time and there's just a way that things will unfold and that just needs to be the way that it is. And, and perhaps when we move closer towards that kind of attitude, then we're, we're closer to the way that we are in our neutral state, yeah? And so, I think to refine it though, we need to be particular about the difference between curing and healing. Remember, we were talking about this in Bali, actually. So curing, you can cure someone's symptoms, right? So you can go to someone, you take a bunch of nice herbs and everything and your symptoms go away. But does that mean that the underlying pattern is gone or that you are healed? No, right? So, I mean, who's to say that other symptoms will not arise or other ailments will not come now, you know, now that these ones are gone? So, with healing, like, you can heal someone into death even. Really, you can, you know? So, you can heal someone into death, meaning that, you know, if they get to a place where they're approaching the end of their lives, but they're plugged into this grand conversation that every plant and every mineral and every animal is speaking. This guy got good scums. But like, if, if, they, if you get to that place, then yes, of course, you know, what is there beyond that? And what is there that is grander than that, you know? And so you can be towards the end of your life and things like, there's a place where the work has been done, you know? Or maybe there's no more work to be done. And, and that's very different than just curing a few symptoms, you know? So that's like this like deep-rooted return, you know, remembrance, like you said also, yeah? Yeah, so that to me is healing, yeah. I, I just, thank, thank you, Seba. I, I just want to remind myself and everybody, who told you that life is going to be comfortable? Yeah. How entitled are we to think that we're not going to go through pain? I think that's really a disease of, of, of our society that it's like, oh no, I need to feel great all the time. And that's a problem because that creates, that creates unrealistic expectations where as, uh, you know, as soon as I'm starting to feel a little comfortable, a little sad, a little like, then wh what shall I do to remedy that? What, what about you stay with it? What about you feel into it? Um, and so that's the sense of entitlement, I think, that, that, has become, uh, that has become a big problem. So thank you for reminding us of that, because a lot of my work is also with cancer patients. You talked about healing, 
healing into death. Um, when people come, sometimes they, they don't come to heal as in like, I'm going to go back and feel 100% and super healthy and everything is great. Maybe healing for me means I'm going to find that sense of peace. I'm going to realize that, you know, after, after I'm gone, my kids will at some point find that sense of peace. And my wife is going to be okay. And I have goosebumps right now as I talk about it because it is, it is that surrender that you speak of. So for us to acknowledge that I think healing is also having that, flexi that, that willingness to oscillate, to go from the depth of my grieving and my sadness and my anger to the height of my gratitude. And, and uh, I think it was Osho that was talking about that tree, right? The, the, the deeper the roots, the higher that tree. If I don't go, the most enlightened, the most grateful people I've seen are the ones who've been through stuff. When you've, been, when you've lost loved ones, then you remember to hug the ones that are still around you and, and, and so on and so forth. So I think for us to acknowledge the gift of, of that, what we call the darkness, which is part of it, is, is such, a, such an important step.